NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Hi, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM's. Gil Alexander is Kelly Midland in the house, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. How you doing, Kelly? Good, man. Good. Just seeing. Uh... Seeing some news come down right now, Gil, that maybe bull betting could affect. Uh-oh. Purdue quarterback Aiden O'Connell expected to announce that he's skipping the Citrus Bowl against LSU. He'll be heading to the NFL draft. All right. Where does he slot in the uh, the quarterback uh, pecking order? I don't know, Gil, because I could not have told you that Aiden O'Connell was the quarterback <laughs> for Purdue. I say that with somewhat of a sarcastic uh, <laughs> viewpoint to it. Uh, okay, so bowl, and that's the thing. Bowl news coming down at every moment. Not every moment, but you got to always be aware of this for what is the most janky, if I may use that technical term, of all bowl seasons. And we will talk to Adam Kramer coming up on the show. Uh, his thoughts, let's just do all the first seven bowl games. We'll do that. We'll go one by one, see if he has a bet, see what his thoughts are on each of these that take place Friday and Saturday here to kick off bowl season over 40 bowls in store. We'll do that with Adam Kramer. Bill Krakenberger will join us as well. Unscripted with the Crackman. Uh, hour number two here on the show today. Kelly and I will look over some receiver props. We'll go over our NFL bets, our thoughts on the uh, Seahawks and the Niners tonight. Uh, we will do that as well. Do you have a play on this tonight at all? Just real quick I before we get into it. I don't. I, I do not either. I am. It's a fascinating game. Though. Yes. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't have a bet either side. I uh, I think I told you this yesterday, but I I know guys I respect that are on both sides. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there is a I, – I think the case for the Niners of you can basically – if you go in, win this game, lock – you can start to lock some things up and deal with some injuries down the road. I think that – I think it's a pretty big motivational factor for the Niners tonight. However, I'm not rushing to bet that. I think, you know, we're still talking what we're going to be talking about. Banged up Brock Purdy in this game. Um, No Debo. No Debo. And are the Seahawks really as bad as what we've seen, you nope. know, you know, so here and there the past few weeks? I don't know. I don't know that. Maybe, maybe teams are starting to figure them out. Could we see Josh Johnson? NFL Rover right. Josh Johnson. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Niner Seahawks tonight. You do have an NBA bet uh, tonight, do you not? You I do. Stuff? I do. You could. Ju- we could just replay the first segment from uh, Tuesday. I am back on the Pelicans, who are in Utah once again, hoping they don't shoot four for twenty-seven from three this game. Hoping that the refs don't call every little foul on Zion and send him to the bench <laughs> for uh, half the game. 
So yeah, I've reloaded on money line. Look, this is gonna work. This is overnight bets in a bet like this, Gil. I wanted to make sure I explained this thing. Usually how I bet this is I'll take a piece of the overnight, and then you're waiting on, I'll wait through injury reports throughout the afternoon because you never know with the NBA and how that might shift stuff. If Zion or someone goes and sits out today, okay, then I'm going to want to buy off what I did on the overnight bet. So usually what I'll do is do my pre, uh, do an overnight bet, wait through injury reports, maybe add something else in uh, before the game again, but then it's looking for a number around where this one's at. Then it will be looking in-game to add on as well. Uh, Gil hit a nice bet in-game on the Warriors last night uh, when they were down big in the second quarter. What would you get them? Plus how many? Plus 12 and a half. Good for you. Because they were down like 20 or something in that second quarter. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I'm back on there tonight just to, just to talk through these teams a little bit. We're, we're talking the past six weeks. Uh, New Orleans, the third best team in the NBA in net rating, top 10, both offense and defense. Again, that defense continues to impress. And Utah's just moving back in that other direction that, uh, you know, we've been talking about, Drew and I have been talking about for uh, the past couple weeks here. It's a team we were looking to fade in different spots. And th- this is a good team. I think the uh, the difference between, look, tonight and Tuesday night is, in theory, this should even be a better spot for the Pelicans. You're not traveling to Salt Lake City. You've been there for two days now. Um, you, you know, you know, you're not coming off those big Suns games that you had over the weekend. So, in theory, I like this even more. No Jose Alvarado tonight, though, for for the Pelicans. That will hurt a little bit. But, again, one of the strengths of this team is how deep they are. Um, I don't think that's going to be a huge, huge factor tonight. So, yes, I am back on the Pelicans. Biggest news in the NBA last night. Great day, great night in the NBA. A lot of high-scoring games, a couple overtime games, um, some photo finishes. Uh, Steph Curry, though, in that loss uh, that the Warriors had last night, six-point loss to the Pacers, 125 to 119. He banged up his uh, shoulder towards the end of the third quarter. He is going to have an MRI today on that shoulder. And I guess the bigger question here that comes from this is because we don't want to speculate. We don't know how long he's going to be out for what the MRI will reveal. But right now the Warriors are in 10th place in a very bunched up Western Conference, admittedly. I mean, there's six games behind number, you know, six games in the loss column behind the first place team, uh, the Pelicans and the Grizzlies both. So it's a bunched-up Western Conference, but they're 14-15 and 15 with Steph. If he's out for an extended period of time, they are the current odds, you know, they're the current short shot to win the West along with the Suns, co- co-favorites, if you will, plus 325. What, what's the amount of Steph missed time that they can absorb and still comfortably make the postseason? Well, I, I mean... I'm not. I'm not trying to. Uh, by the way, who are the other candidates? We should say the ones on the outside looking in. T Wolves. I mean, after that, it's what Lakers, Thunder, Rockets, Spurs. So it's not like yeah, there's. I, I don't huge think you got to worry about the Warriors missing the postseason or anything. Not, right? not the play in. Yeah, right. Um, I, look, I think that you ask. It's a great, great way you ask that question because it goes more to what some of the Warriors' problems have been this whole year, right? It, they, they're missing Gary Payton way more than they thought they would because they thought a lot of these other guys were going to be able to slide in and produce night in and night out, and you're just not getting it uh, for, from the guys that you thought you were going to. Um, you know, we we made so much about Kaminga and Wiseman heading into this year, and you just you're not getting the production you thought you were going to do get from those guys if they even play. Um, to answer the question, though, I think that this team, as long as you're hanging around that 500 mark, it's the NBA kill. Right now, we got this play-in tournament. There's no reason to worry about them. How I view the Western Conference right now, though, it's 
To me, the Pelicans are the best team in the West right now, and I don't even really think it's all that close. But when I when I project down the road, I I fully expect the Warriors to be there at the end. They're going to be in the there conversation. Um, and then the other team that I expect that, that that I was high on preseason, you know, have liked the past couple years when they've been healthy. It's the Clippers. I do think the Clippers, you, as long as Kawhi and Paul George are there, I don't think you can write them off completely. I do think I think the Suns, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Mavericks. I'm not giving. I'm not. I'm not giving much of it. But I don't want to say much of a shot. But I think. I think we've we've seen the Suns stories before. We see how it ends. They had their chance. They lost to the Bucks. Um, I'm not really. We've seen the same Denver team. I wanted to see if Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. were going to be able to make that big of an impact. Maybe they still will, but through different health issues and stuff like that, we haven't seen them completely healthy yet. And I, I just don't know that they have the same firepower that those three other teams can bring to the table. Um, so, look, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be those three teams in the West we're talking about. Yeah, you you never love the Grizzlies either. I should point that out as That's well. That's true. That's yeah. kind of your thing. Um UCLA going to the uh, Big Ten. That became official after the uh, University of California Regents approved that. Uh, they, they put on some conditions, but really they were just saying, go go with, uh, go with God. You're allowed to go now, which is no surprise, really. Uh, baseball, Noah Syndergaard goes uh, to the Dodgers on a one-year contract. Terms not disclosed for Noah Syndergaard, so Thor ends up there. Um, and then in football, I don't know if you – I don't know – how much you are amused by well first of all here's the Rob Gronkowski quote did you see this Rob Gronkowski quote talking about Tom Brady now and playing next year quote I mean if Tom really wanted to I'm sure that it it would be all open arms to go back to New England I would just have to say all parties would need to want it but he has the opportunity to go wherever he would love to go it's Tom Brady Gronk continued if he wanted to go back home to the Niners, I'm sure that'd be open. I'm, just, I'm sure if you let him talk, he'd go to every team. Uh, if he wanted to go back home to the Patriots, though, I'm sure those doors would be open. If he 100% wants to stay in Tampa, those doors would be wide open. It's all on him. Very eloquently put by uh, Rob Gronkowski. Apparently everything's open to Tom Brady. Yeah. The, the more amusing, perhaps, <laughs> quote wasn't really Rob Gronkowski. Ben Roethlisberger, um, on the podcast footballing with Ben Roethlisberger, which is spelled uh, B-A-H-L-I-N, which I think is a Yinzer thing, probably. I don't know. Have you, have you heard it at all? Oh, hell no. Okay, I, I, I've i listened to like 15 minutes of his podcast once. There's better podcasts. Out well, there. I was going to say, me, let me just put that did way. you ever peg Ben Roethlisberger as like, oh, no, I've got I've to have this guy in the media when he's done. Not at all, Gil. Yeah. And that's what it sounds like. The so po- the podcast sounds like you're like, uh, what am I listening to? So on uh, footballing with Ben Roethlisberger, Dan Tan, for those of you who like the Yinzer accent, got to get Wishnev to say that. He's admitted, Roethlisberger has, that he's considered coming out of retirement and joining the San Francisco 49ers. Quote, I thought about it, he said on his podcast. That team is one of the better teams in football, and that defense is really stinking good. And they did it with Purdy. <laughs> Which is, by the way, I like it gets that shot in a Brett Purdy. Yeah, a shot in at Purdy. On the back end. <laughs> and they did it with Purdy, meaning me. So the obvious takeaway from this or the obvious reaction to this quote is, that's lovely that you want to play for the San Francisco 49ers, Big Ben. Who, in what world would they possibly want you to play for them? <laughs> can, can you? Or anybody. I was going to say, can you think of a single NFL team there right now that would want Ben Roethlisberger? I'm just, I'm Rolodexing right now. Because no. you'd, 
you'd have to be in a position where you have something still left to play for this season, right? That's the only reason why you would make a quarterback change. Yeah, but then you'd also have to have the calculus of, yes, we need legitimately a guy who has the word big in his nickname who won't sneak anymore. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what we need to put us over the top in this here league. I mean, like, if you want to argue with me that Ben Roethlisberger can't possibly be any worse than Russell Wilson, I maybe can't argue back, but there's no reason why the Denver Broncos would ever make that, that move. Hey, man, Russell Wilson came up big this last week. Had himself a game before he got concussed. <laughs> yeah, before he got knocked out. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Uh... We'll review the NFL bets we've made uh, that are already in pocket. Adam Kramer will join us. We'll talk college uh, football, the first bowl games, the first stretch of bowl games. Then we'll talk receiver props as well. Crack man, it's a numbers game at Vista, the Sports Betting Network. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. And stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM. State-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The accolades for the uh, Joe Pita segments yesterday, Kelly. Keep rolling in. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, via Twitter, best NFL capper. Uh, this was an absolutely phenomenal description of how to lock in a profit, which many refer to as hedging. It even includes a discussion of a hedge versus an additional bet. Thank you. J.D. Emmons. Hey, it's our buddy J.D. who uh, hung out here outside the studio one day from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, he says, I remember hearing Joe Pita on last year, and it just blew my mind. I cannot imagine having that mind. Damn, he's good. I love most of your guests, but that guy is freaking amazing. You knew to slow that down and break it down. Such a great segment. Thank you, J.D. Appreciate that. And go pack go. Uh, Gil, this was a great breakdown of the hedging strategy with Circus Survivor. Does Joe Pita have a sample week of bets he made last year for a week to monetize his entry based on this strategy? I understand the idea, but would enjoy seeing it laid out in detail. Joe would be happy to uh, provide that to you. Yeah, I'm sure he would. If you want to hit him up directly, yeah, at Magic Rad SF. That was... uh... It was beyond fascinating. I will I will say that the uh, right away the biggest thing I took away from it, Gil, was remind self reminder, Kelly. The next time you get into any position like that, just go directly to Joe and see what kind of percentage do you need to do this math for me. Listen, <laughs> listen by the way, what you're saying there's there's a real kernel of wisdom in there. No one should ever be um, 
afraid to have the humility at that point to seek advice. Sure. The monetary decision is too big for you to just try to wing it. Yes. And so someone like Joe Peter, by the way, someone like Las Vegas Chris, who's in here also, who has had to figure out hedging strategies at the end of, you know, towards the end of many a contest that he was a contender in and ultimately won some of them. Uh, he's another guy. So the better, you know, the better, you know, course to take at that point or the best course is to find someone, if not those two gentlemen, someone like them who has experience. No shame in that. A, like a financial advisor, right? Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what you're doing. That's you, absolutely right. Yeah. Steve Fezzik has his, has his thoughts as well. He's a great resource also. All these guys. Um, or maybe someone in your hood or someone who you uh, respect. Um, all right, Kelly, one more thing. You had one more basketball bet that we didn't get to, a futures wager that we didn't get to last night. Yeah, okay, so there is a team that I've bet a few times over the past couple weeks that's been starting to heat up. I know Drew Dinzik has been on them as well. So uh, Drew and I were having a bit of a conversation yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you – have you ever met Drew Dinzik? He's a great uh, guy. Familiar with him. Yeah, 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 yeah you're familiar with him. Mm-hmm. So he and I were texting back and forth yesterday about the Orlando Magic, okay? Um I, 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 this is a bet he already made, I think, a few days ago. Um, Magic, who scored 50 in the first quarter yesterday? 50 on the Hawks in the first quarter. Uh, they have they have Ben Carroll back in. If you've been watching this team at all, you've seen what Bull Bull's been doing this year. And no, I'm not, Bull Bull. I, I'm not saying he's going to be a crucial player that's going to lead this team to the playoffs or anything. But he is a great role player for what, the, what they do in that offense. And, I mean, his length on defense is incredible. Uh, Franz Wagner's been incredible. The Wagner brothers have both been so important to, to this team so far. But Franz Wagner's been better than I think anybody expected coming into this year. Or not, I know there were some people that were pretty high on him. Paolo Bancaro obviously putting up great numbers, back healthy, back with the team. But bigger bigger point here is this team is still not fully healthy. They've been playing most of the year without a true point guard because their point guards have been injured in and out of the lineup. You have Markel Fultz back now at least. Uh, Jalen Suggs, Suggs still out. Cole Anthony in there. Wendell Carter's been out for this team, which is really painful. Uh, he's a good player. Gary Harris has been out for this team, a quality score that you could bring in off the bench. And yet they're still winning some games here recently. And if you look at the rest of the Southeastern division, it's just a nightmare. You have the Hawks up top right now. Um, and I love the Hawks. You know that, Gil. I do have a bet on them to to win this same division. Eaton Hawks both tied atop the Southeast at 14 and 15. Yep. Um, I have a bet already uh, on the Hawks to win this division, but... If you've been watching that team at all recently, you've seen that they've had their struggles, and Trey Young has had, has had some issues with the coaching staff. I have a feeling that you're going to see Nate McMillan get fired at some point here. This team's a little bit in a in a tailspin. They got to move Ch- John Collins. They got to shake up this roster. I do expect that it's going to happen. I'm not overly concerned about the Hawks. The Heat, I've never been high on this whole year. I think that this team is just missing scoring. They are missing pieces that they can reliably uh, reliably go to. The Wizards, you got a Bradley Beal injury right now. They're probably going to make some moves before the trade deadline themselves as far as shipping off Kuzma and maybe some other pieces. And the Hornets are absolutely terrible. They should be tanking the whole season. So, when you're talking about what the Magic, Drew and I were just kind of batting back and forth. What do you think the real number should be? Well, um, this is why I, would, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. But but the really, this is just, it's 200 to 1 exactly. currently, right? This is a numbers play. It's just, I don't know if you know this, it's all a numbers game. The, there the, you go. The, if you ran this division back, if you did simulations in your head, whether it's 100 or 1,000 times or 10,000 times, 
Do they win this more than once every 200 simulations? Yes. yes. Without a doubt. It's pretty simple, right? Yes. So it's I, your, your, your reasoning is wonderful, and, and it adds on to it. But, yeah, you kind of – they're five out right now. They've won four in a row. You laid it out. You're dealing with a, the Wizards, the Hornets, and then a really diminished Hawks team, it feels like. And Heat. And the Heat, who are shaky. And Kelly, no one knows the Hawks and Heat. No one likes to bet the Hawks and Heat more than Kelly Midland Bidlin. I'm going against them. Yeah. yeah. The uh, it, it was it was just interesting because Drew and I were batting back and forth. What do you think the real number should be? Like, what number would you post? Because I didn't even look at it yesterday. I'm like 75. I'm like 50 to 75 yeah. to one. Yeah. And Drew's like, yeah, I had around 50 to one. Yeah. So I think Drew said he got. I think Drew said he got a piece at 600 to one on this. Who, just, <laughs> and also, who wouldn't want to have that bet in pocket just to have it and to see how much they'll let you put down on it? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I took a piece of 240 to one for them to win the Southeastern you Division. You can find shop around because I know there are very different prices. I believe we had Bet MGM up that there were 200 to one over there. I'm looking at DraftKings right now where they're 120 to one. So. Yes, I know you'd be happy to hit 120 or 200, but there's still a big difference there. All right. Here's what I have bet thus far in the National Football League, week number 15. Have not made a wager on tonight's game. Uh, But these are all, again, if you listen to guessing lines on Monday, these are kind of um, really consistent with what the reaction was to the lines. And of the four, I can genuinely say I like one of them the least, and that's the Eagles laying all those points against the Bears. I made that bet that day. I don't know. You're never comfortable laying that many points. I did it I did it quite comfortably against the Giants, yeah. quite frankly. I don't know. My spider senses are tingling on this one a little bit. I I, I hear you, and I, and I do think I'd be a little bit more concerned about it than your Giants one yep. if I were in your seat. But I still don't hate it. Like, like if I, I, I would it. definitely lean that way on that game. The other three, um, and I'm loving the fact that they're, you know, like last week, and I did all right last week. By the way, on the Megapod, Jeff Parles, Todd Wishnev, and I each now, after what is it, fourteen weeks? Yeah, we're all twenty-four and eighteen really? in our best bets. <laughs> we have all arrived there in different fashion. I came out of the gate strong and have sort of uh, fell back to the field, but we're all twenty-four and eighteen. Who, who's the hot one right now? Wishnev. Ooh. Wishnev out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. He's the he's the sneaky freaky brother sneaking in from the rear, Kelly. Which I know you love that phrase. Um, but I saw I was a little concerned last week because I just had favorites. And so you never want to you never want to play it that way. So I love the Jaguars more than anything. That was the one on guessing lines where I'm like, how are they getting all these points against the Cowboys? Um, I got them at four and a half. You could have gotten them at more before, quite frankly, five or five and a half. Even I think I saw somewhere certainly at five. You could have gotten it. Um, love the Bengals as a favorite laying just four. Um, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I've been on the fade Buccaneers train all year. Yep. Really, it's only four. I bet it's two. Some of these bets, like that bet, is a bet that you know what you have to be willing to lose. You beat me, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tip of the cap. I'll make that bet a hundred times. And then the other dog was, and I know people think this is a, a pretty ugly dog, but the Dolphins plus the hook at seven and a half. I get it. People are down on Tua. They think he stinks. I'll take the seven and a half. And I know it's the travel and it's the turnaround and all these things. The Bills aren't exactly setting the world on fire right now. I, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah. We are oppo though on yep. that. Okay. I, I did a I did a um 
for, only bet I made on Saturday was I, I did a Vikings Bills just money line parlayed that. Um, uh, yeah, back on the Vikings. Yes, I know. Uh-huh, Kelly on the Vikings. But this is, I, I think this has kind of swung a little too far now where I know it's the Colts coming off a bye, but you're talking about the Vikings only laying four points to, to the Indianapolis Colts where Matt Ryan is a turnover machine. They keep sticking with him for some reason. I don't really get it. Jonathan Taylor's going to have to get it together and run for 150 yards or else they're just not going to be able to keep up with the offensive firepower that the Minnesota Vikings have. So I parlayed that, did a money line parlay just at four. I didn't want to mess around with that number. So money line parlayed it with the Bills. I think the Bills. Look, I think the Dolphins' problems, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if that's that's issues with Tua injury-wise. I don't know if that's timing issues and defenses that have affected it. But I think there are some problems there. And then I'm with you on the Bengals. What have the Bucks done all year? Me and you have been angry about this since the start of the season. You can make the argument the Bengals are the best team in football right now. I bought the hook, laid the three. So, Bills, you had in a money line parlay, or you did it against the spread, Bills too? Bills money line. Okay, with, so we can both can win that. We can both win. Adam Kramer next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. College bowl season is about to kick off, and VSIN has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. This year's guide with picks on the spread and total of every bowl game. VSIN experts in there, Brent Musburger among them, Steve Mackinnon with power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give insight into bowl betting strategy. Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you're part of bowl confidence pools as well. It's all in there. Give yourself an edge. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at beating the book. This is uh, from Mike Ross on Point Wagers. He says, damn you, Gil. I didn't know my VIP++ subscription would have all this Yinzer slander. Oh, I wasn't slandering the Yinzers. I love it. Todd Wishnev, Yinzer impressions, each and every Megapod after the show. By the way, you know who the guest is today on the, on the uh, Megapod? No, you got uh, Cleve T.A., I believe, oh. yeah, from Twitter. One okay. of, one of uh, gambling Twitter's Hall of Famers, I would say. Uh, this is from Anthony Teixeira. Man, I wish you had a baseball podcast with Joe Pita. His trading bases book opened my eyes to baseball betting. This material would be worth paying for. If Joe had the time, we would love to do that. Uh, but Joe and I used to do a lot of baseball podcasts back in the day together. Sam Ginsburg. Sam Ginsburg, who's always a very sweet guy. Also, yeah. also a Yinzer, by the way, uh, from Pittsburgh. He says, since I'm a financial advisor and definitely understand the math, I'll offer to help Kelly when he needs it and just want to cut similar to what the crack man would take. Then you threw in the comment, Gil, that Kelly needs someone he respects and trusts, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Ginsburg. Uh, Sam, we'll get you that, that 1.5 milli cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam Ginsburg, who, by the way, had an unfortunate accident with the glass last time he was in town, and so we hope that uh, he's yeah, feeling Yeah, him better. and the glass door fought. The glass door won. Glass one. Glass one. Hope he's doing better. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some college bowls. We got bowls upon us. As the bowl season begins tomorrow, Adam Kramer, not only from Bleacher Report, but also VEASAN's own, writes a, a weekly column for VEASAN.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Kegs and Eggs. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing well. How about you guys? I'm good. I, you know, I don't usually, I don't usually, you know, get upset with other bettors when they, they win a bet and I don't. But like that Army-Navy under that I had, and I remember you had the over, and I was like, oh, yeah. Kramer! So good on you, man. Congratulations. I got uh, – it was funny on social media, right? The You could tell where people are on this. People were reaching out to me personally saying not-so-nice things about my bet being cashed. I get it. <laughs> um, 
you didn't have a touchdown in the red zone in that game. You had a blocked punt. That was the under of under games. And overtime in college football, as you know, it just that's where unders go to die. So yeah. fun football game. But from a betting standpoint, what a wild one. Yeah. We don't have to relive it anymore, Adam. We really don't. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, you didn't say not. It wasn't you saying not so nice things to me, by the way. Oh uh, no, it was not. Yeah, I, I saved it for now. Yeah, you you could have, but I would have understood. It's okay. It's all good. I get it. All right, let's go. Let's go through some of these bowls. Let's go through all of them one by one and see if you have any thoughts on any of them. And we'll do them in chronological order. Let's start with the Bahamas Bowl, where we never have to worry about the weather. UAB, Miami of Ohio, uh, the arrival of a new coach. And a uh, big transfer portal year for UAB. What do you think here? UAB is a much better team. Uh, again, the theme throughout these, these bowls that we're breaking down is that new coaches and what are we going to do? UAB, my concern with UAB, and I like them in this game, I don't believe that the players loved the new hire. The vibe at UAB, from what I've heard, is not particularly great right now in, in bringing on Trent Dilfer. Will that re, uh, reflect motivation? I think they're so much better uh, than Miami, Ohio. It it will not matter. But if you want to play the motivation angle, and you can, and in bowl season you're going to try to have to, this is one I think you've got to keep an eye on. It doesn't sound like if you were doing a confidence pool, though, you would rate this very highly, laying the points here. No. No. Okay. No, I'm I'm just – it's an odd one. It's an odd one just because, I mean, you've got the players writing, you know, the administration a letter about who they want to hire, and they just did the other thing. That roster, you, you would think, <laughs> is not going to react that way that maybe they should. UAB favored by 11, total at 45 in the Bahamas Bowl. Cure Bowl is also tomorrow. That's Troy and UTSA. Uh, Troy, the slightest of favorites here. Two teams that have, uh, or now, yeah, Troy by one and a half, we'll call it, consensus. Totals at 55 and a half. Uh, two teams that have won 10 in a row. What gives? Yeah, really good. And, and also, uh, great game. Unique styles, right? UTSA, one of the best offensive teams in the country. Troy, one of the best defensive teams in the country. I think Troy, to me, is the play. I think defense wins out. I think the competition has been better. I love the UTSA story. I just think Troy is more seasoned. And again, I think when, when you're you know sizing up which style of play ultimately is going to conquer this one, I, lo- I like Troy to cover. Uh, and I kind of like the under a little bit as well. All right, let's go to Saturday. Um, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here. Well, I'm not even going to say that I that I know this for a fact. Have we ever had a game where one coach ended up going to to a team and they ended up meeting each other in a bowl game? Because that's obviously what we have here with Louisville and Cincinnati uh, with Scott Satterfield. Luke Fickle gone as well. So we got two interim coaches. Malik Cunningham is gone. Louisville by a point and a half. But what do you do with this? I, I, I do like the under. I mean, there was the Iowa. It was as of last night, I believe, a very Iowa-esque forty-one. Um, when you're looking at this game, but Cincinnati offensively all year long uh, wasn't exactly thriving. And when you've watched Louisville without Malik Cunningham, which they've had happen, which I guess could be a good thing, it wasn't a, a great position as well. Um, this is awkward. Let's just talk about <laughs> what it is. The, the coach just kind of overseeing all of it. I think Luke Fickle's departure, too, when you, again, trying to handicap motivation is difficult, but he meant so much to that program, the playoff, its, it's rise, everything, that you wonder just how much air is going to be kind of sucked out of, out of this one. So to me, offensively, I think this is going to be a grotesque football game. Also, potential rain in the forecast yeah. as well and wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so something to keep an eye on. But great bowl name, by the way. Wasabi, Fenway Bowl, I absolutely love that. Wasabi and Fenway, two things you always consider uh, you know, tied to each other. 
That, by the way, <laughs> 11 a.m. Eastern, by the way, 8 a.m. Pacific. So early morning Love Saturday that. football. Yes. Love that. How about the Jimmy Kimmel Las Vegas Bowl, Oregon State and Florida? This line obviously <clears throat> has gotten away from us. Maybe, maybe you still think uh, you can lay the points with Oregon State. No Anthony Richardson, no Osiris Torrance. Transfer portal abounds for Florida. Uh, what do you do here now that the number's 10 and a half? I, I am still laying the points. It's not just those two guys. Um, the transfer portal is a mess for Florida. You want to check in like a vibe check, which I'll give every one of these teams a vibe check at Florida. Billy Napier, obviously, it's a tough assignment. That roster has been a mess since he arrived. But you lose, you know, your best, two best offensive players, basically. Oregon State is no joke. And Oregon State, again, back to the whole uh, handicapping motivation, you're, you're a double-digit favorite against Florida. You just had that awesome comeback against Oregon. This is like a, a huge game for them to really thrive from a recruiting standpoint, everything else. I, I, you know, you and I have talked about it all year. Oregon State, I don't know when we're going to give this program pro, a proper national recognition. I think this is the kind of spot that it, it can happen. So, yes, it's a big number. Don't want it to get much higher. I got in that 10. Uh, I still think you can get in that 10 and a half because I think the Beavers are that much better. Wow. Okay. Still laying the points. All right. L.A. Bowl. We continue on Saturday. Whole bunch of bowl action. By the way, three NFL games on Saturday. So, Saturday is just an awesome day of football. Fresno State yeah. and Washington State. I want to ask you about this because uh, Fresno State's won eight in a row. Jake Hayner's playing. Cougars allowed 703 yards of offense to, to UW when we last saw them. Uh, do we need to overthink this one? I got in at Fresno. No, I, 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 I got in at Fresno at three. Obviously, the line, you know, moving around a little bit. Um, for Fresno, it really was the tale of two seasons, right? You had the injury at quarterback. They were playing better teams. Uh, it looked like the season was getting away. It got back on track. I, I was really impressed with what they did defensively against Boise State last time. Now, offensively, this isn't Washington, right? They're not going to do what Washington did. But I still think you saw enough there to think that, you know, this is, this is a concern for Washington State. My only caution here, you know, that Washington game, which was an abysmal performance, I was on Washington against Washington, and I just was ripping up tickets, you know, in the third quarter, right? That was how that game felt. They, that was a game team. That was a season team. That was a team that was playing pretty well, uh, a team like Oregon State that flew under the radar. I, I, it doesn't matter to me here still. I think Fresno State's a real deal. That's the Fresno team that we thought we were getting early on that we didn't. I think they'll show up again. All right, 20 seconds on each of these. Lending Tree Bowl. Any thoughts on this one? Uh, Southern Miss and Rice. Maybe just a small lean on Southern Miss, but this is the one bowl game this weekend that I'm not I'm not crazy about. Okay, Southern Miss laying six and a half. How about the New Mexico Bowl? SMU and BYU, two dreadful defenses, and the total reflects that. Although the totals come down to sixty four, what's sixty eight and a half? These defenses are horrible. Horrible. The bottom on hundred, right? Hundred, hundred and twenty three in scoring defenses. I think it's there for a reason. I think SMU posts a 50-burger. I'm actually on that over. I, I agree. The numbers come down a bit. I'm, I'm, I'm on that. All right, and then finally, Saturday night, well, Saturday evening, let's call it, 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, BYU, and, excuse me, pardon me, uh, we just did that one, Boise State and North Texas in the Frisco Bowl, North Texas, without their coach. Boise State's had an interesting yep. year where Hank Bogmeyer just decided to bail. Um, <laughs> he really did. Boise State by 11. What do you think? I'm on Boise State, and I am a little chalky, and I apologize. You know that's not me to be this chalky this weekend, but North Texas coaching situation, kind of like UAB. Not, the vibe check is not very, very positive there. So 
I like Boise. I think they're better. I think they lost to a really good Fresno team. So I'm going to lay the points there and see what, see what we got. But, um, oh. yeah, Bo- Bo- uh, Boise State or okay. Texas. Isn't that what you think about Adam, when you think of bowl season? Yeah, we got to run. I appreciate it. Chalk vest from Adam. Come back with NFL next. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Always running promotions, and no doubt, uh, or no different, I should say, today. This one is about football fans can turn a, uh, can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown, score a prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game, and if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer's available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today, then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game, including tonight's. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. That simple. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book Todd Bubba Horwitz. You guys got me again. Just took Orlando plus 240 to one. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it cashes for you, Throw Todd. a few bucks on it. We'll see what happens. It's a long NBA season. They ain't got to win the NBA title. They ain't got to win the conference. They just got to win that Southeast yep. division. Uh, Coach Brian, and I'm glad you uh, t- you tweeted in Coach Brian. Thank you. He says, don't forget to talk about the Celebration Bowl Saturday at noon. Uh, Eastern Coach Prime's last game. Lots of transfers and noise for a team that's a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. North Carolina Central is champion of the conference uh, that has won the, the game five of the last six years. Uh, two HBCUs that meet in the Celebration Bowl, and absolutely, Coach Brian, you are right. That is going to be an interesting betting affair, and I would say yeah, the, the problem is will, like, how spread out, will, how, how, you know, available will live numbers be on that game? That's all Ooh. that always used to be an issue with that game. I don't know if if we're in a state, quite frankly, that will have that available. Yeah. Here in Nevada. But, I bet you but that's people, how I bet it. I bet you people in other states will. Oh but, yeah. But you're right. I, how much how much availability will we have? I don't know about I don't that. Know. I'll tell you right now, uh whoever tweeted that in. I mean, if you get sixteen and a half, I'd probably take a piece of that right now because all I'm seeing is fourteens. It's fourteen, fourteen and a half pretty much everywhere. Coach Prime. On his way to Colorado. 
You were so right yesterday about Mike Pritchard. Mike Pritchard looking more and more like a coach. <laughs> Next week, he's going to come on with the same outfit in a base, you know, Colorado baseball. I'm like, Mike, what are you doing? Uh, well, the problem is, if like, I don't know, if it was even remotely true, I'd feel terrible because it's like the third time I've brought it up on the air in the past like two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, he obviously had a magnificent career at the University of Colorado. Yes, he did. He he is very friendly with Deion Sanders. Like, it's uh, you know, it's not hard to make a connection there. So for two years, Kelly, I did uh, primetime action and a numbers game daily. Did uh, five hours of radio here every day, Monday through Friday, for two years. Um, and so I, I vowed when uh, when I was no longer doing primetime action, I was like, I'm going to get some life balance. I am going to care about my life. Because for two years, I was less than a human being. Oh, yeah. so yeah, I was, That was a rough schedule. Yep. I was less than a human being. I didn't watch any TV shows. I didn't interact with human beings. It was just unbelievable. So uh, I started to watch because everybody hypes up shows, right? So everybody was hyping up Ted Lasso. For the two years, I was like, oh, Ted Lasso. And I couldn't watch any of these shows, right? I'm doing two. Uh, so I started watching Ted Lasso. I watched the first season of Ted Lasso. I know it's two seasons thus yeah. far. Um, I'm going to let the hate wash over me a little bit. You're going back to this, huh? Okay. I thought it was – have I said this before? Oh, I don't know. I've I don't heard think it from I, you several times. I, I don't know how many times air. on air or Yeah, off. never on air. I don't think. Maybe someone will correct me. Like, I thought it was a little much. Like, I thought it's good. It's heartwarming. I don't think it was great. Now, I started watching White Lotus, which is the other one that people have been hyping up. That's also two seasons. I watched the first season. The first season was spectacular. It's like a, uh, I don't know, when we when I was a kid. I made it 15 minutes into the first episode of the first season two nights ago before falling asleep on the couch. Oh, it's it's the first season is awesome. I don't know about the second season. I hear bad things about the second season. Okay. That's not as good. But the first season is tremendous. It is like... For those of us who watched The Love Boat as kids, imagine The Love Boat fleshed out over, uh, you know, seven hours, really well done with all kinds of intrigue. I was a little upset well, with you, actually, when I turned it on, because I was like, these guys were hyping up this show. This is why I turned it on and uh, was watching. I'm like, all you had to do is start naming some of these cast members, and I would have been like, oh, I'm, wa- I'm watching right away. I mean, yeah. Which was the cast member? Steve Zahn's in there, like, randomly. What's her name? Alexandra Daddario, who's just absolutely gorgeous. Like, I would watch anything with her. Are you kidding me? You know how how old she is, by the way? No. Guess. 28. Guess again. 25? Guess again. 35. I don't know which way I'm going. 37 years old. Wow. Wow. Will Hill doing the research on that for us. Will <laughs> doing the research on that. He did. <laughs> just got to give credit. I don't want to take credit for something I didn't research. Uh, yeah. No, it's phenomenal. So, uh, I, you know, people let me know if the second season is worth it. But the first season, great. And I wasn't as uh, pumped about Ted Lasso. But I'm just trying to, like, become a human being. Well, okay. So the problem with Ted Lasso is, is that, look, I liked the show. I, I think, yes, it's a little cheesy. It's a little, like. Uh, I mean, it's good. I, lo- I mean, it's heartwarming. I love it. But, I mean, but the hype of two years of me That's having to hear people talking about it. The problem that you had is, yeah. and I have this all the time, anything gets overhyped, it can never live up to expectations. Regardless if it's good or not, you're never going to be happy with the result because you've been hearing for years from yeah. so many people about how great it is. People tell me I have no heart. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at some of these receiving props. Maybe we'll make you some money. Maybe you'll start to think I have some money. I thought these again. were interesting. So let, let's do – you want to do receiving yards first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so receiving yards is a – it's really a two-horse race. Right now, Justin Jefferson with 1,500 receiving yards eclipsing Tyreek's 1,460. Justin Jefferson with that big 200-plus-yard game. 
uh, is the man right now. Remember, the all-time record for this is just shy of 2,000. Calvin Johnson had a uh, 1,967-yard season, I believe. Oh, Calvin Johnson. Uh, let me get that so right. Much, man. 1950, uh, 1964, pardon me, and last year Cooper Cup, 1947, was 17 yards short. So there is some inkling of one of these guys might care to try to get to 2,000 if they're in reach. The reason that I bring that up is because right now both of them are even money. I don't know if you think Stephon Diggs or Devontae Adams can catch them. Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams right now 1239 and 1247 respectively. You know, a good 200-plus yards behind the other guys. 200, I, 200 I plus. Maybe, maybe Diggs. I don't think Adams. I don't think either. And Adams is going to carry into the other other market we look at, too. But it's just with the Raiders, you, you, like you talked about some motivational factors already for Tyreek Tyree Hill and Thielen, right? They're, both these teams are still going to be in playoff hunts. Tyreek Hill and Jefferson, yeah. Jefferson, mm-hmm. sorry. What did I say, Thielen? Thielen. <laughs> You're like, this is really <laughs> Tyreek Hill and Ahmad Rashad really have this going on. Um, but like, likely those teams are going to be – Rolling out their starters t- till the end of the season. Well, okay, so let me let me let me chip in here. So, yes, with the Dolphins because the Dolphins will be in the playoff hunt throughout, right? They'll still probably be need they'll need a jockey for a wild card, you know, in or out of the playoffs. Let alone if they have to jockey for a seat. So they they might absolutely have to be playing everybody the whole way. The Vikings are going to clinch a division, and they're not going to be able to get to the number one seed probably. Probably. So yeah. there could be a situation with the Vikings where they might not have to play people the last game of the season, but that's where I bring in that 2,000-yard mark where an individual mark still might matter. If we go through the four defenses that both the Dolphins and the Vikings have to play, Dolphins get, and I'm talking about opponent yards per pass attempt now, the Dolphins are facing the Bills, Packers, Patriots, and Jets, 6th, 21st, 5th, and 3rd. Really good pass yep. defenses. You know who the Vikings have to face? Indianapolis, the Giants, Green Bay, and Chicago, 11th, 15th, 21st, and 30th. Yeah, exactly. Advantage Jefferson. Exactly. I was digging in. So I was digging into this a little bit last yeah. night. And just because you start playing out all these scenarios and the schedules, right? I think there, I, let me put it this way. I think there's more value on Jefferson than what that even money is presenting me too. in this market, especially, especially if you're in my camp too, where I don't think you're as much in this camp because of our bets this weekend. I think there's something wrong either with two injury wise or this offense has been figured out a little bit by NFL defenses. Well, the, Pritch said that. He said two, they have. Yeah, those last two weeks, I mean, this has not been working. Uh, so if two is having that big of problems, obviously it's going to translate over to Tyreek. Um, I I think Jefferson has has a a pretty big advantage here, more than what the odds are reflecting. I think Jefferson's going to try to get to 2,000. I think that last game against the Bears and their 30th-ranked defense, 7.5 yards allowed per pass attempt this year by the Bears. I think he'll actually play even if Minnesota doesn't need to play that game and he just has a uh, – he needs 70 yards to get to 2,000. Right. He'll play till he gets them. Yeah, I think so too. So, uh, I think so too. We'll what, talk about the touchdown ones later. You sure? Okay. All right. We'll talk about the touchdown ones later. I think that's a, I think that's a pretty solid breakdown on that. Though. Yeah, I would bet Jefferson right now. This is at DraftKings. The numbers. Do we have that available in town anywhere? No. Oh, actually, maybe William Hill might. I think they've been doing something for crying out loud. All right. Well, shout out to those who do have DraftKings in the jurisdiction. Bill Krakenberger joins us. 
on the other side. Unscripted with the crack man. See what's on his mind. All things throughout the sports betting industry. All on the table. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.